Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is it. We're finally here. It's the debut of CHGO Fire. I'm Pat McCraney. He's Alex Campbell. We're going to be with you for the next 45 or so minutes to have a lot of fun. And we have absolutely no shortage of stuff to talk about. We're going to be here live every week. It's going to kind of be whatever the news of the week is. And this week, Pat, man, we've got a lot of it. We're going to dive right in here in a moment because... The fire, though, the season's been a little slow to start off. The stove has been boiling yeah. this week with fire transfer news. Before we get to Chris Mueller, we need to tell you this show is presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. We got to start with Chris Mueller. We thought when we were planning the show, we were going to start with Jairo Torres, but the Chris Mueller thing is blown up. I have learned... I tweeted within the last hour or so that uh, Chris is in Chicago undergoing a medical as we speak. Uh, my sources are telling me 95% chance this gets over the line. You never know if, if something crazy could happen, but there's a 95% chance this gets over the line by the deadline tonight, and Chris Mueller will be on the fire, meaning this team has gone from having no really nobody on the wings to two really good wingers, including a guy who's an MLS-proven winger, and he's a dude from Schaumburg to boot. So it's pretty cool having him. Assuming this gets over the line, it's going to be pretty cool having him here. Yeah, free transfer from Hibernian in Scotland. Played 15 games for them, one goal, which doesn't sound like much, but again, you just mentioned he's a proven MLS winger. 42 goal involvements in about 120 games for Orlando. We've also really talked about and just seen it this season has been a common theme on fire Twitter and fan circles that there's just not enough pace in this team. Oh, and, it's a disaster. Yeah, and there were questions yeah. about, is Jairo Torres that guy? Because he's more of a guy who likes to play between the lines, maybe not a stretch winger. Now, Chris Mueller, Chris Mueller is going to make those runs from like the wide wing positions, kind of angling toward the middle, in behind defenses, yep. constantly, all game long. This should be like a perfect fit for what the fire really seemed to need in the attack. This is a guy who would eat the fire alive when he would play against us for Orlando. So it's going to be pretty cool to have him. And it would drive, it would drive me nuts knowing that he's from Schaumburg. He's from here, and yet he was playing for Orlando. Um, he's a soccer's FC guy. Uh, so everybody up at Olympic Park and Soccer City have to be very proud that, uh, that he's going to be coming home. But, um, yeah, it's going to be, you know, I, I don't want to jinx anything. I'm told 95%. It, if it gets over the line, he's going to be absolutely massive. Mueller on the left, you would think. Cairo on the right. I think it could be really fluid. I mean, we yeah. saw a couple people asking us yesterday, 
Well, what about Shakiri? I think Shakiri stays centrally because with his age, his fitness. Yeah. I, I think Shakiri running less, generally good. But I mean, Shakiri is comfortable kind of floating out to that right side, cutting in on his left foot. So having Torres and Mueller really does offer you those possibilities. Mueller, not a guy who you're going to see play in the middle a lot. But Shakiri and Torres being Torres could be. He did yeah, for Atlas. They so. could drift around a lot. So again, that's the other thing. Not only the fire are getting a player who's going to provide that pace and that goal scoring provenness in MLS, they get versatility, which is not something we've seen. Ezra Hendrickson's lineups have been very similar. I mean, we basically know what it's going to look like when everyone's fit and it's kind of rigid. This team, especially going forward, I think could use a little more fluidity in terms of how they bring it's, the ball from defense to attack. It's been downright boring. Um, as good as and as stout as they have been defensively with Raphael Sheehas taking over for Francisco Calvo, it is not a mess back there anymore. Wyatt Omsberg has been tremendous. Miguel Navarro is a guy who I thought was a bust after 2020, especially after that last game. He has proven me wrong. He's been solid. Boki's been solid for, for years now. Um, the back line is good. We've got Federico Navarro in front of them, which pushes Gaston up, which is a good thing. So that part, and then Gaga. We'll talk about Gaga later in the yeah, show. We, but we, it, We've you know. got more on that later. Um, but you know, that part of the, of the field has been set now and, and has been, I believe they still lead MLS in, in as far as fewest goals allowed this season in all the league, not just the Eastern conference. So that's, if you got to start with one or the other, right? I think you, if you're building a team and, and you know, it's, it's borderline ridiculous that the fire are rebuilding again this season, but they made the right moves to start defensively get that set. They've got a defensive-minded coach as a former defender, but he's got Ezra has an idea of how he wants to play going forward. Um the the idea has been to this point, get the ball to Shakiri. Ezra has not, you know, shied away from saying that, get the ball to Shaq and let him do things. Shaq wasn't there for a few games with the calf injury. We, we saw how that went. Yeah. So, and I almost felt like as good as Shakiri is or can be, they're putting too much on him. Um, even Shakiri, a $7 million man or whatever it is, they were putting too much on him and he needed help. Having these wingers, especially Mueller as a stretch winger, will help open up space underneath for Shakiri, which should and then turn provide better service to Shabilko, which should get this finally out of the mud and rolling, which would be a nice thing to see because it's been... Your joke has been bet the under for la the last several weeks. and uh, Well, it hasn't worked the last couple weeks. Last two, no. But not yeah. in the fire's favor. We're going to talk more in our next segment about that frustration. But yeah. also on Mueller, I mentioned it's a free transfer. It's not totally a free transfer. There's some incredibly MLS-y details. Oh, my God. Go into this, please. Go, so, uh, yeah. Paul Tenorio, who initially broke this story that Pat Len confirmed, followed up on the reporting that says this is going to cost the fire $500,000 in general allocation money, 250 k this year. 250k next year also the fire have traded their first overall draft pick in the 2023 mls super draft first round draft pick i should say to orlando city also the discovery rights to an unnamed player who could literally be anybody so again messy it could be messy it could be we messy it, it, it could literally be anyone it's one of the more ridiculous things about mls is that there's discovery rights for guys that uh so yeah, no one discovered basically though the 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 skinny of it is the Fire did not have to pay a transfer fee to Hibbs, but they do have to pay 500k to Orlando City, which all in all for someone who has had the production of Mueller, not a bad price tag. So the, the, there's this kind of pattern here with the Fire in getting guys where 
it's a guy whose level of production was high two clubs ago, but at his last club, it was not. So, and we tend to look at, I tend to look at Chris Mueller's 2020 production. I believe it was 10 goals, seven assists in 22 games that year. He was absolutely phenomenal. It dropped off a little bit in 21. And for Hibbs, I think he, you said he only had one goal. Is that right? And it wasn't a league game. It was in a Scottish Cup game. Right. So, you know, it's it's similar to other instances where we've seen, like Shakiri, for example, bad in France, which is why he wanted out after such a short time, was good for Liverpool, but that was a star-studded Liverpool team he was on, obviously. Was phenomenal at Stoke. Little as dude, phenomenal little, as you can be at Stoke. As one can be on a rainy day in Stoke. Yes. But. So, I mean, the, the fire, obviously, this is this is a big move here, but it kind of, like, almost... Stole the thunder from themselves because Jairo Torres is a fire player yeah. now. And Jairo Torres uh, presented at an event last night in Pilsen with Chicago Fire fans, was introduced in a news conference yesterday. You, know, you talk about a guy who was very successful very recently at his last club. That's the difference, yes. Yeah, helped, helped Atlas win their first title in forever. He scored on Saturday in his final game. The only goal of the game. Only for, goal of the game. Yeah. Through Atlas, scored against Tigres. That was his goodbye to the club, very fittingly. And he might be walking right out of the Atlas team last weekend and into the fire team this weekend, potentially. I, I, Ezra said he's going to give him minutes. Now, whether he starts, we don't know. I could see Ezra starting him, considering the, the wing situation with everybody else. But um, I'm, I'm very excited to have him. And I felt like I, I was a part of yesterday's news conference, and I felt like there was something very interesting about uh, about Jairo Torres in that, in that he didn't shy away from the fact of saying that I'm a guy who wants to perform really well here so I can go to Europe, which is... I like the honesty yeah. because for a while, especially I think of like the Atlanta United era, everyone was kind of afraid to say the quiet part out loud, right. except Don Garber and MLS HQ, like being very clear, like we want to be a selling league. And despite the fact that the commissioner was saying that, the players, the coaches, the soccer staffs, the technical staffs wouldn't say that. I, I admire that we're being very clear what this is. This is yeah. come to Chicago, try to play awesome for like two years, and go make yourself and the fire a huge bag of money at the end of it. I do not mind it at all. It is we know that's what's going on, and so it was it was actually um, refreshing. I thought to hear him say that. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lawrence for the very well timed sound effect there, making this all <laughs> possible today. Speaking of money, this transfer did cost the fire. More than $500,000, $6 million reported transfer fee to Mexico, which actually, for a young, promising Mexican international out of Liga Amayakis, not bad considering how inflated that market can be. Mm -hmm. That's why the fire feel like there's potential here. That's why this deal got done. And it's why you don't see more young Mexican stars coming to MLS because of Mexican teams quoting MLS teams Liga MX prices for their players. Exactly. So the fact that the yeah. fire were able to negotiate this Again, I know people might be a little, not shell-shocked, but, like, there's so many uh, Nacho Aliceta parallels here. He's going to wear the same number. He's also a young DP. It just, it, he plays the same position. I, I think we want to try to be optimistic, though, to Fire fans that all the underlying metrics, so to speak, of this transfer are better. Like, there's, there's, there is reason to be hopeful here, 
even if prior recent experience has you a little jaded about wanting to jump on the wagon too soon. The kind of fun thing from a marketability standpoint with Jairo too is not only is he Mexican, he's from Guadalajara. A lot of people of the, of the Mexican immigrants in Chicago are from Guadalajara. There's a ton of Atlas fans here. Uh, so that's going to be really cool for them to get to see their guy here, hopefully for the next couple of years, scoring a lot of goals and tearing things up. So the question though is, Pat, we're saying have some expectation, but how much expectation do we want to put on Jairo Torres? Because you mentioned this in your opening piece for CHGO, your opening fire column. You should go read that, sign up for a subscription. We'll get to more of that later. But are we about to Justin Fields, Jairo Torres? And does Chris Mueller's arrival make Jairo Torres' life easier? Absolutely it does. And then there was, for the longest time, as the team continued to fail to score, uh, there was this, well, we just got to get to May 1st because Hyro's coming, Hyro's coming. And I'm like, do we really want to do this to this dude? He's 21. Yes, he's had success in Mexico, but he's going to be coming abroad for the first time in a new league with a new team, new teammates, new system, being asked to do something differently than he was doing in Atlas. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to kill this kid. And, and it, that kind of happened to Nacho Aliceta in some ways. That's the thing that they refer to that, you know, he... He struggled for so long to adjust being away from his mom and that sort of thing. I don't get the same sense with Jairo, but um, Chris Mueller coming as well definitely takes some of the pressure off for sure. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's going to be tough, though, to see how fans should evaluate Jairo Torres' performance because, again, like I said earlier, the quiet part's out loud. Everyone is very clear what this transfer is supposed to be. He is going to be expected to contribute immediately and within the not-too-distant future – make the club some money. So from a fan's perspective, I'm not really sure how, again, it's kind of the question of how we evaluate this fire season. How much expectations do you put on them? And how much do you allow Jairo Torres and Chris Mueller coming in to change those expectations based on what we've seen so far? Yeah, I mean, they're on, what, 10 points, which I don't think they hit 10 points last season until June or July. I would have to look. I think it was July actually. It was it was a much much worse start. And even though it feels like they've been they've been just kind of mired in the mud for this the start, um, there was a point when they were second in the East not too long ago where everybody was thinking, oh my God, we've actually got a contender here in Chicago. So for the first time since seventeen, I mean I don't know that they were a contender in seventeen, but they were definitely a playoff team in seventeen. So it it feels. It feels different despite the offensive woes, but I, I, adding these two dudes is going to be, and again, if you're just joining us, Chris Mueller's here in Chicago. Uh, sources tell me he is undergoing a medical as we speak. They are very confident it's going to happen. 95% was the figure stated to me, but you never, ever know. You don't want to have a David De Gea to Real Madrid fax machine situation here and have it not happen so you know anything could happen i, we, I hope are we not using fax I machines here at mls no <laughs> i mean somebody just call logan roy because hibbs is his favorite team i'm sure he can help them get the deal over yes. the line you know what and over the kids the bought hearts it's well he's he's you know he's been disappointed in them for a long time any mls obviously. products at, at hearts any mls products that we can go pluck out of there someone look into that for us we're going to get to more of what's going on in the past on the field for the fire. But first, we need to tell you about how to support our work here. And one of the best ways, Pat, is to download the PointsBet app. What do yes. the people need to know about CHGO and PointsBet? Let me pull it up for you, Alex. 
The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, which definitely should be the CHGO Fire one, in my opinion, although many of them are cool. Reorder that shirt. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions about this, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out there. It's your home for live in-play betting. It just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with PointsBet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You want more? And I know you do. You can also boost your Live Same Game Parlays. Watch live, parlay live, boost live with PointsBet. And now, online sign-up is available here in the state of Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone what are you waiting for once the game starts don't just bet live your bet live your bet life very clever there live with your points bet, bet life live your Get bet life it, with points bet do you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and you should also of course support all of the work that's going on here at chgo Podcasts and live shows, every Chicago team covered every single day. Post-game shows sometimes too, especially for big events. Premium written content, like what Pat wrote yesterday. Please read his fire Would you stuff. call what I write premium? I mean, the, the read says it's premium, so I'm calling it premium. There's it's also premium. dope merch come for on. all the teams. Let's yeah, go. Lawrence, Lawrence gets it. So, again, premium merch for all the teams. Those fire and red star shirts are coming soon. They're sweet. You should go pre-order one. We're going to wear them on the show as soon as we have them in our hands. And speaking of the shirts, if you sign up for CHGO right now, you get to get a free shirt. So you don't have to even have to go into the shop and buy one. You get a membership, you get a free short, sh- free shirt. Also, you can get access to the members only Discord. We've got a fire dedicated channel on there. Well, we will do our best to try to interact with the conversations going on there. So please go on and support CHGO memberships, merch, all that good stuff. In yeah. all seriousness, it costs money to produce good journalism. If you want to call what I do good journalism, if you liked what I did at Hot Time in Old Town, a lot of that stuff is going to be now behind a paywall, which, you know, obviously some people aren't used to. But for me to continue at the pace and the rate that I was putting out the player features and the, the breaking news and the previews and all that stuff at, at the old site, that's going to all move over to the new site now. Yes, Alex. Uh, before we get to the next stuff, uh, Lawrence, do we have a breaking news sound? Uh, I don't know, but I was breaking you off with the uh, Chicago CSGO Fire shirt here. I don't know well, if you yeah, see it on so screen. So that's a really good look at the shirt, but we do have some breaking Chris <laughs> Mueller news. We do? Uh, we have breaking Chris Mueller news. Hibernian, Hibernian Football Club. There it is. That's what That'll I wanted. Work. Hibernian Football Club on Twitter. We can confirm that Chris Mueller has returned to the MLS. The MLS. Come on, guys. To join Chicago Fire. So Hibs is reporting it's done. Hibbs is stealing the fire's thunder. You, you have to believe MLS being MLS, that they knew this was pretty close, but being that the Seattle Sounders are in the CONCACAF Champions League final tonight, they probably would not want a team's player signing to sort of overstep that, to, to um, 
to overshadow that. So thank you, Hibs, for making it official. According to Hibs, <laughs> and according to Logan Roy's favorite team, it's official. Mueller's coming. Now, the question, Alex, is if they did the Shabilko intro video at a Polish meat market, and they did the Jairo Torres intro party last night in Pilsen, where do you do the Chris Mueller intro? Do you go to Woodfield and just have them do it at the food court at Woodfield? The Schomburg Portillo's? The Ikea right the off Ikea. 294. I think might be a good choice. Olympic Park could be fun. Lots of, lots of options. So we will have to wait and see what the A-plus fire content yeah. team All right, as out. someone who grew up in Roselle right near Schomburg, I would suggest it's got to be the Sabaro at Woodfield Mall. Or just the center of Woodfield Mall, where the, where Santa and the Easter Bunny yeah, usually. Yeah, give me yeah. like a drone yeah. shot coming like through the roof or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. I we don't, can do drone lots shots. of good vibes right now, though, Pat. Unfortunately, the vibes have not been as good on the field so far this season. It's crazy how this has shifted, isn't it? it? It is like again this this team, this fan base, really, but this team, the Chicago Fire ecosystem, needed the jolt this week is bringing because. It's been a bit of a frustrating season, and I think that's been mostly a, a fan-expressed thing so far. But we saw it maybe spill out over the over onto the field on Sunday. Fire finished that game against yeah. Minnesota down to nine men. Miguel Navarro and Rafael Shihos both picking up what I'll call silly yellow cards. Yeah. Yellow cards where as soon as you commit the foul, the player is already walking to the tunnel because they know exactly what just happened. Uh, uh, hopefully the news this week gives everybody a boost. Rising tide lifts all boats sort of thing. What did you make of seeing the players looking frustrated in kind of the way that fans have been feeling frustrated it, the I last mean, couple the, weeks? The, the most insane stat was pointed out by my guy, Alex Calabresi, who said the Fire have as many second yellow cards this season, four, as they have non-penalty goals scored. Also, they haven't scored a non-penalty goal since Shabilko had two against Kansas City March like 19th. a month ago. Yep, yep. It's now May. That was March. We missed April there. Oh, that's oh, that's two months. Almost. Not good. Not good. But you would suspect that things would change soon. But yeah, it's been it, it's been an amazing season to to the vibes at the beginning of the year with the Shakiri signing and the Shabilko signing and and yes, up, up. We're thinking we're great. Uh yeah, it's zero zero against Inter Miami, but whatever. That was the first game. Shakiri just landed in, in a few days before that. Um second game against Orlando. Yeah, they created some chances, but they're not letting goals in, right? Oh, they, then they start winning a little bit. Things are amazing. They're second in the East, and then bombed out of the U.S. Open Cup. Um, they haven't scored a goal since March 19th. Uh, fans are rightfully starting to beg for help, and that's where the pressure on Jairo Torres went from, oh, we just got to hang in there till Jairo gets here, to this guy has to come in and save us from ourselves, which is, you know, again, too much to ask of a 21-year-old, even as talented as he is, but um, he's a designated player, right? And the if you are going to be a designated player on a designated player salary, even if it is a young DP, which is going to put him significantly less than, than um, Gaston and Shakiri, you have to perform. So, and if his goal is to go to Europe, if he wants to go... Play for Pep, he's gonna need to put the goal in the back ball in the back of the net. So, yeah, if you've watched the Fire play this year, like, and this is both teams combined, a goal is scored in a Fire game this year on average every every seventy minutes. That isn't great. Best defense in the league, seven goals conceded, worst attack, only five scored. 
So that combo, not wonderful. Again, the vibes at the beginning with Gaga racking up the clean sheets and getting lots of Twitter attention, that was all very nice. So the fans have had some worries, Pat, and it seems like Chris Mueller and Jairo Torres should solve some of those worries. But I do want to pause for a moment. You'd mentioned bombing out of the U.S. Open Cup to Union Omaha. Very young team that night, with the exception of Spencer Ritchie and goal. How, I mean, we've heard about all these young homegrowns the Fires have signed, about the academy producing. How concerned right now should fans be that the kids don't seem ready yet? This is the thing, and I, I, I've debated this with, with friends before. Some of the kids are starting. Gaga's starting. 17-year-old goalkeeper. Guti's starting a lot of the time and doing well. And when they actually, you know, Pineda was one of the kids in a way. When they actually join the first team and you stop thinking about them as the kid and you start thinking about them as a regular starter, we then look to the rest of the guys who are on fire two or you know, not even getting minutes with fire two, a guy like Alan Rodriguez who is, is barely even playing for fire two at this point, and you go, well, well it's a failure. Well, they didn't need to get all of them right. Mm -hmm. they needed no to one get, gets all of them right. No. Barcelona doesn't get them all right. No, they needed to get some of them right, and they did. So I would I wish that a few more were were there contributing, playing, you know, being successful. But they they got two, three right right now. So you could also argue they got Georgi Mihailovic right. He's just not here anymore. The academy did at least. So he's an MVP candidate now for another team. So it's unfortunate. And the bigger picture does uh, and obviously this is stuff I was largely thinking about before the news this week went haywire. Does Mueller? And Torres coming in, does it make and does it give Ezra Hendrickson more time? Has he bought himself more time to keep pressure away, or has the pressure just gone up for this thing to turn around quickly because you have made those reinforcements? I don't think that the pressure is really on Ezra yet. Either way, even if they if they hadn't come in or if they had come in, I don't think it's it's he's still too new. And, you know, maybe you argue the pressure is higher on Ezra than it would have been on, on Wiki um, in 2020 because of the level of players, the caliber of players who are here. But um, you have something. Are you seeing something you need to? What's, what's yeah, I was going to bring up the, these comments. The comments guys. are getting good. I want to shout out Gary A. Galindo for saying uh, the Chris Mueller interview should happen at Medieval Times. That's my new oh, favorite that's answer. Tremendous. That's that's the, that's the new that's the right answer. So shout out to Gary and thank you to everybody who's commenting in yeah. on the live stream. Uh, also James Black, who apparently is watching us from Scotland. He, he was James, we know James. Okay, yep. yes. All right. So. Yeah, Sean Maloney was recently sacked as their manager. If you want more fire adjacent Hibs content. Yeah. We're, we're, we're the Hibs slash fire uh, podcast right yeah, now. Apparently with, we, yeah, apparently we, yeah. we are now we are America's foremost soccer podcast. Covering Hibernian Football Club, apparently. Medieval times. That's, That's so outstanding. Good. I, I, I need Chris Mueller jousting. Can we get Chris Mueller jousting? Yeah, I, Fire media people, I know you listen to our Alex stuff. Mueller can get Chris Mueller jousting, if anybody can. So it would look amazing, too. It would be the most beautifully shot thing you've ever seen in your life. So, if, Alex, if you're listening, let's, let's make it happen. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, it. The we're talking about frustration, right? And we're talking about we were talking about before these excellent comments. I, I, I this is the thing about being new in this chair. By the way, I'm I'm like sinking into this bad boy. It's very comfortable. I feel like taking a nap. But I now see all these comments on the screen, which is amazing. Thank you guys. Keep it up. This is a new thing. I should I should have been looking there, Alex. But 
No, that's, you know, I'm here also to help, you know, yeah. kind of point There's in the right direction. There's a lot to look at going there on There is here. a lot to look at on that screen. You'll get into it here. It's, and like I said, we're new. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's we're just rolling CSGO with it. CSGO Fire Podcast. We're having a good time. Let's have a good time. Yeah, let's have, have a good time. time. Uh, you know, and somebody who's been having a good time for the most part this season, we mentioned him a couple times briefly, is Gaga Slanina. And we've got a lot to talk about with Gaga coming up in a minute. But first, we have our points bet pick of the week. Oh, what and, is it? And Pat, we're looking ahead to the weekend. Premier League is coming down to the wire. There's a lot at stake for a lot of teams. Fourth two, place trophies are at stake. Including for Arsenal. And on the other yes. end, Leeds United are trying to avoid the drop. Jesse Marsh, American, Southern Wisconsin, former Chicago Fire. Lots of relation there. They're taking each other on this weekend. And Pat, Leeds just don't want to change their style. They're going to go forward hell for leather. They're not going to defend very much. Arsenal have been good attacking-wise lately. Mm -hmm. Arsenal also always a bit suspect to have a very random goal go in. Settle down, Alex. End. Settle down out there. Sorry, Lawrence. So I am saying that our points bet pick of the week is over 3.5 total goals in this weekend's Leeds versus Arsenal match currently. I love it. You're saying a 4 nothing Arsenal victory. 4 nil to the Arsenal. Let's go. Let's that. go. That, that works. That would hit the points bet pick of the week and make our listeners and us very happy. Fantastic. Currently at plus 140, so there is maybe some money to be made. There's the money sounder. Thank you, Lawrence. Arsenal fighting for fourth. Leeds United fighting for their very Premier League survival. Just so you know where we stand, guys. I'm a gooner. Lawrence is a gooner. Alex likes Russian oligarch-backed teams. I like formerly Russian oligarch-backed teams. Victoria Concordia Crescent, everyone. Beautiful. I love Victory it. Through Victory through harmony. harmony. And Let's the thing go. that really makes me confident here, Pat, Leeds, worst defense in the Premier League, worse than Norwich. They have shipped 72 goals. See if they can ship a few more for us this weekend. But Jesse Marsh, please don't get relegated. That would make us all very That sad. would make me sad. Very sad. But... I cannot cheer for him. I mean, he just got there. It's not that sad. It's not his fault they're getting going down. No, he's got like a five-year contract, dude, so he's probably staying if they go down anyway. I can't believe how fast this podcast is going. Time flies hey, when you're having fun. Uh, Sam Fredericks here in, in the comments saying, awesome to see that this is a thing. Cool to match a face with your writing, Patrick. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Sam. I'm not just a guy who writes words on a screen. I can and, also and Sam, you'll notice that, that our two guys here, Alex and Patrick, have gone with the men in blazers look. We have bald. We did, bald. You know, there's never been a soccer podcast with two bald guys no, before. No, never. So. Very, very original idea we're yeah. concocting yeah. here. So, yeah. uh, yes, just trailblazers here at CHGO Fire. All right, Pat. Gaga Slanina, he has been in the news for like, he's had like two different news cycles this year. The first news cycle was like those four or five consecutive clean sheets, all the stats get tweeting out, breaking records for youngest yeah. player to ever do that. Yeah. And then the Polish national team had to get involved and set off a bit of a du dual national yeah. panic. They gave him the jersey at the Union Omaha game. He held it up. Um, it got people wondering, is he going to go to Poland? Is he not going to play for, for Greg um, with the United States? Which is, you know, it, Kaka's got to do what feels right for him. Right. But and I will say he's got kind of this also this this where is he going to land from a club standpoint, which so the cycle with the club thing really before we get into international choice, the cycle with the club team tends to be this. Somebody on Twitter says that some club is interested in Gaga. And then I call my people at the fire and they say, well, they haven't made an offer. Uh, there was a there was an agreed to terms with what was it? Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. The other day. And I call my guys at the fire. I'm like, well, they haven't made an offer but those. They could both be true, right? His agent could be making deals with these European teams. Gaga could have agreed to go, but there still needs to be the sale 
Also, transfer component. window not currently open in Europe. So, again, these things are different. And Yeah, again, July gonna, 7th, I believe, is the... Yeah, and there's going to be a loan back agreement of some sort if Gaga is sold. So, yeah, to your point, not mutually exclusive options and a several-step process if it were to happen. The thing that I like, though, is that the fires, at least it seems right now, their intent is not to hold him back. They are very... Uh, aware of the fact that he's going to go he should go he needs to go they're aware of their position in the ecosystem sort of like what we talked about with Jairo Torres which is what they pitched to him apparently um Gaga needs to go to Europe we all know that that needs to happen and it should happen the fire are going to make a lot of money when it does he's under contract they just they just took his option so he's under uh contract until the end of 2023 so any deal would get them some money and then like you said it would probably be a a, a loan back you would hope and if it's not Chris Brady's there and ready to roll so also we don't know the exact terms but that year extension does get Gaga off his homegrown deal so a little more actual adult money for 17 year old Gaga Slanina I think he still lives at home in Addison and takes the garbage out as far as I understand hey it means he gets to bank all that money then so hey it's not a bad gig at 17 if you can get it a quick background on Gaga for those who aren't extremely familiar Born, raised, grown up in Addison, Illinois. Mm-hmm. His parents are Polish immigrants, so that is how you get the dual national situation. Gaga's made nine appearances for U.S. youth international teams. That would be a lot more if not for COVID because he had a whole lot of goalkeeping opportunities at the youth national level slated for him going into 2020 and probably 2021 before that all fell apart. So, yeah, but it's it's it, going to be interesting okay, to see. I, I need to ask about... The name Gaga. Is he a I have Star asked Born this fan? question many times, and the only answer I've gotten is that that's what he was called. It's like a family name, and that's what he's been called since he was little. It's also his name on social media, so he's yeah. self-identifying with Gaga. Tony Miola on the broadcasts calls him Gabby. I don't know if like that's just a Tony thing, like shortening Gabrielle. Because, I mean, I don't hear anyone call him Gabrielle. Like, that's just not a thing I think I've like heard anywhere. When I address him in the news conferences, I say, Gaga, what do yeah. you think about this? Gaga, what's for Sushi Sunday? So I think, I think we'll really find out is yeah. like, if and when he goes to a big European team, you've got to do that YouTube intro video where you could ask the same 10 questions everyone gets asked in those videos. And so I think he'll have a chance maybe then to clear it up a bit. But again, he's a 17-year-old kid. Like, at some point, he could hit, like, age 21 and decide that Gaga's a kid thing and he hates it. And so we might just all have to go with the flow on that. I mean, we'll, we'll see if he keeps his poker face. See? Yeah. I see what oh, you okay. did there. Thank you. Woof. I see what you did there. Hey, Woof. all right. Oh, hold on. Lady Gaga has my last name tattooed on her right arm, okay? Because she loves Tony Bennett. Tony okay. Bennett, his real last name is Benedetto. Because that's how he signs all his artwork. And that is my last name as well. And therefore, Lady Gaga and I, we share my last name, I guess. I don't really know what to say there, but yeah. That's beautiful. That was going somewhere. Anyway, Gaga has a choice, though, (laughs) at least an initial choice to make, Pat. There are international fixtures, friendlies, and also Nations League games being played in June, both on this hemisphere and in the other one. Poland and the U.S. men's national team are both expected to call Gaga Slanina into their respective camps for this window. So before we get too panicky, if he plays one game for either of them, that does not shut the door. FIFA introduced some new rules. This threw off the Yunus Musa conversation a lot. Basically, the long and the short of it is, the only way you can get cap tied by playing one game 
is if it is at the World Cup okay. or if it is at the finals tournament of continent-level competition. So for this discussion purposes... The Gold Cup. The Gold Cup or the Euros. Or oh, a, sure, yeah. Or a Nations League finals where it's like those last four teams only or a World Cup. So no one game in this window, if Gaga plays for the U.S. or Poland, is finishing the discussion. Otherwise, it's three. Is that three correct? appearances? Okay. If you make three yeah. appearances of any sort before you're 22, these rules all change once you hit 22 again. Then I think it's still like the traditional thing of if you start and play like an ID, right. you're done. So unless Gaga plays like every game in a window for Poland or the U.S. in June, which is not going to happen, this isn't going to end here. But we're going to get a lot of data on where Gaga's head might be at, depending on how he chooses to approach it. I will say the Polish Federation did appear to put the hard sell on him. They like they they were they were all in. Um, not that you know, obviously Greg brought him in for a, a World Cup window, so just to a World kind of Cup tag qualifying. along. And yeah. you know, we we've seen that a lot from Greg. It's people will complain about Greg Berhalter, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get into a Greg discussion. But the thing you can't really question Berhalter on is, especially the dual Nats. Yeah, young guys in general, even if they're only they're only eligible to represent the U.S., bringing the young kids in and just exposing them to the atmosphere. Yeah, I and, like it. I, I I thought Greg did the right thing, and you weren't you weren't going to let him play um, if things were a little bit different, and maybe there was a game that that didn't mean as much. And I I argued that if Matt Turner and Zach Steffen and Sean Johnson or whoever the the, the pecking order may be, if they were all hurt. Um, I would have trusted Gaga to play, even at his, even at Azteca. I believe he's that good and he's that mature for his age. So um, I asked Ezra the same thing in a news conference, and not that Ezra's not going to say that, but he he backed him up and said, "Yeah, I would trust him to play too." So, um, but it it would have been cool if if Greg was able to give him a game somehow that didn't work out. He obviously he he managed things the right way and got the U.S. in the World Cup, but um, next step's got to be figuring out a way to, to get him to, to stay here because he's going to be the number one for a very long time, you would think. The, the, you, we've got a graphic here showing the, the situation. It's muddy right now. Yeah. You've got Zach Steffen in poor form. Yeah. Matt Turner just returned to the field this past weekend for New England Revolution. Yeah, he's and, going to Arsenal then. And then do we expect he's going to be a, a starter there over no, Ramsdale? No, he's going to be like Zach no. Steffen. Yeah, so, he's going to be like Zach right. Steffen. He's going to get cup games. Ethan Horvath looked like he had the starting job at Nottingham Forest, and then he lost it by going to U.S. camp, and somehow that was worthy of him losing yeah. that job. But the goalkeeper situation at Nottingham Forest has been weird. Basically, if Samba or Horvath leaves the building for like five minutes, it seems they lose their job. So that's weird. We don't know if Horvath's going to try to get another move this summer. Sean Johnson, fire legend, kind of, I mean, not legend, maybe just soft spot in fire hearts. Yeah, um, because the goalkeepers until Gaga have been a, never as good as Sean Johnson. Only nine caps, but he's kind of been like locked in as that third goalkeeper right. for a while now. So again, that U.S. situation, murky. It's really hard to see exactly how it's going to play out in the coming years. Whereas on the Poland side, it is very cut and dry what is going on here with the Poland goalies. Smoking Wojciech Chesney. Wojciech Chesney and Lukasz Fabianski have been kind of a tandem there. So the much be- Arsenal there. I know. The better part it's a very of- arsenal show, Lawrence. Yes. For the last part of 15 years, Poland have known, we can pick either one of these guys in between the sticks. We're going to be fine. But you look at the age there. Fabianski's 37. Chesney's still somehow only 32. That guy feels like he's been around for yeah, absolutely Because forever. he was... 
amazing. And then Arsenal let him go to Roma or whatever the hell they t- sent him off to. And I was like, damn it, I because love Chez. Arsenal didn't like the cigarettes. Yeah, but who doesn't love cigarettes in Europe? Come on, Arsenal. So he sent him to Italy where it was a little more appropriate probably. But yeah, Lukas Skorupski, 30 years old, guy kind of in the Sean Johnson mold of older dude who sticks around. Yeah. They've got four additional goalkeepers who are all young, who all have kind of been that guy, kind of like a Horvath in a way, who kind of gets brought along. None of them has more than one cap. So Poland does not have a successor immediately and obviously lined up for Szczesny and Fabianski. The question, though, is Szczesny's probably got one more World Cup ahead of him. So it's not like Gaga is going to Poland because he's going to start. He would be going to Poland with the message of five years from now, you're the guy. But, you know, that's maybe a risky bet to make versus going into the U.S. picture where the message is, we have no idea how soon you might start. So there's a few things at play here. Um, Where will he feel most comfortable? And while he is Polish, he is also an American. So you might think here. Um, There's always a situation with with, um, immigrant kids where they might want to make their parents proud and play for their parents' home country. That's a big, big deal that we can't overlook. There's also the... When he's playing in Europe, where does he want to then go for his international games? Does he want a trip back to the States? Does he want a local sort of quick trip that's a little bit easier to manage? Biggest thing of all, though, is where is he going to play? And I think that you would think that both federations are telling him, you're our future number one. It's just the path to get there in Poland seems Mm -hmm. obvious. Whereas the path in the U.S., you never know if Zach Steffen or Matt Turner gets a loan next year, goes and starts at a decent level team, and plays awesome, well, then what? Or if if uh, Aaron Ramsdale gets hurt and suddenly Matt Turner is thrust into the role of Premier League starter and he does well, then yeah, You're he's, gonna play sorry, Matt Gaga, Turner. Matt Turner's your number one. So let's They're, not put that out in the world, please. Don't, yeah. Just don't put that evil nefarious out Nefarious energy. Yeah, yeah, true. So lots of questions to be answered. Uh, we will see how it's going for Gaga, decisions to be made. It's going to be quite the summer for him between wherever he chooses to go, that transfer window opening up. We're starting to wind things down here on this first episode of CHGO Fire. Speaking of episodes of CHGO Soccer Shows, CHGO Red Stars premieres this Friday. Check that out. Tune in. Follow wherever you get your podcasts. Very excited to see what Claire and Sandra cook up. Literally, over there. the two best people we could have gotten for that to cover the Red Stars. Yes, yeah, are here at CHGO. Yes, CHGO doing the work there for the fire Saturday night. Atlanta United on the road on WGN and wherever you normally track or live fire content. Next home game the following Saturday night. Night game in Cincinnati. I don't know if you can call a game must win this early in the season, but I'll say it might be a good game to go to as a fan because the the fire will be at home on a Saturday night in a game they might be favored to win, just saying. And maybe it'll be more than 50 degrees by then. Hey, you never know. You never know. I I see the sun. I mean, that's a good start. It's It's, allegedly going to be in the 80s next week. Yeah, I don't believe. Yeah, Yeah, right. See about that. Um, that the Cincinnati game reminds me of the Cincinnati game last year, which was the absolutely most dreadful post-game news conference of the season. Where it was also the most the Cincinnati home loss was also the most dreadful news conference of the previous season. It was. That's true. <laughs> it was. It was basically so. Rafa, is this it? Are you done? Is are you done now? It was just like the Velko it, interview. It the was Panovich interview from like twenty nineteen. So. 
it was it was beyond the point of even being like a, a controversial question. It was like I, I think Rafa I knew. Yeah, Ra- everybody knew Rafa was always super cool. He's he, I think he still lives in Chicago. Maybe he's watching. I doubt it. But if you are, hi Rafa. Um, but yeah, he, he was always super cool with any question you asked him. And I remember asking Bobby Shuttleworth and he was emphatic that the players had not quit on Rafa, which is, you know, I don't know that that was the case for all of the players. The veterans seemed to generally have good rapport there. Yeah. yeah. He was a good player manager. He just maybe, uh, it kind of felt like he kind of lost control of some things in that, in that locker room last year, but he was a good, when I feel like that's where Ezra kind of has a little more command maybe, but that's my vibe from the outside. Um, but yeah. but yeah, things to maybe look forward to. Hopefully a happier Fire versus Cincinnati experience on that Saturday night. Speaking of things coming up, Pat, what can uh, what can the watchers, the listeners look forward to on your Fire coverage? Well, I got a feeling there's going to be a Chris Mueller article coming very Seems soon. Seems very likely. Yeah, I would, I would peg that down, and then we're going to probably do a little preview of the uh, Atlanta match. And, you know, if, if there's a surprise signing that gets across the line tonight, um, we'll throw that in too, but that's... It's, it's going to be a lot of the stuff that you're used to from me only at uh, here at allchgo.com, all chgo. It's, it's, you know, I love this place so far. It's a fun place. I cannot believe this podcast is almost over. Yeah, I was going to say, before we, before we say goodbye, I want to point out this comment from Gary who says, so glad we have fire representation at CHGO. Just signed up to be a part of the CHGO family for a year and ordered my Fire shirt. Let's go, Gary. Thank Gary, you. Gary, we did our job. You. We have successfully done our job. We have turned content into money. I love it, Gary. TJ wants to know where's Pat's hat. I'm known for wearing hats on other We shows. both kind of are hat people. I don't know if yeah. it's the baldness or if we I just don't want to be look... like Kenny Chesney where I'm bald and I'm hiding the fact that <laughs> oh I'm bald. And I'm... No bald denial here. We're, I'm we're... not going to wear a cowboy hat. I no. know that. But... but yeah, so no, it's uh, again, we're going to mix up the wardrobe, I think, a bit. I've, I think the. Uh, the soccer kit collection in my closet is going to do well on this podcast. Shout out to Edgewater Castle for this one from last year. Lots of local uh, semi-pro and lower-level pro Chicago soccer getting under week here in the coming weeks. Support your local club. And we would appreciate if you support us. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who's been in the comments. Please subscribe to CHGO Fire wherever you are getting your podcasts. And you can tune in right here again. Same time, same place next week pat you got anything else for the people you know what i've had the greatest 45 minutes of the week right here and now in studio a at chgo doing this with you alex this has been a lot of fun i think we should keep coming back and doing this every week i would not mind making this a very regular thing and we can only do that with your support so again thank you so much for those of you who are already on board tell your friends share it around we just want to keep this thing growing as much as we can so for pat mccraney I am Alex Campbell. This has been CHGO Fire, and we will see you back here next week.